1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: All right, let's dive right into the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs on an MLK Day here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hope that everybody's enjoying the holiday. I'm enjoying it just because the Wolves played. We got the Gophers in action right now. The very first time that I've ever witnessed my alma mater, Morehouse College, the Maroon Tigers, are on FS1 right now playing Howard University. So I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I couldn't be more excited. And then we still tonight, we got uh, NFL playoffs the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm rooting for them to beat the Dallas Cowboys, who are favored to win that game. But we're going to start with the obvious. And it's what took place yesterday at U.S. Bank Stadium. And I guess I'll start the conversation out like this. Unfortunately for us, here in Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings are not who we thought they were. They're not who we thought they were. We talked about This team being resilient, always finding a way to pull out games that are one-score games, always coming up clutch. When the playoffs, all that went away. And we did not have the magic potion yesterday. And I was at U.S. Bank Stadium, and the best thing about yesterday was ludicrous at halftime. Christopher Tubbs was with his wife, Kim. They were rocking out the Ludacris at halftime. And how do I know that? Because I saw him as I was walking back to my car, and he's walking to his car. And we were amongst the belly of the beast of both Vikings fans and Giants fans yesterday. 31-24, that was the final score. Minnesota Vikings are now at home. And there's plenty of things to discuss and talk about, and we will take your phone calls here. We'll, We'll talk Vikings for however long, because they are the the A topic right now at 651-461-9226. Because there's so many things to talk about. Beyond just the game itself, there's a lot of people that we saw play yesterday for the Vikings that I think it's the last time we'll see them in purple. Okay, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But in terms of the game, I I guess the first thing that I would have to say is. I think it's going to be extremely hard, whether he wants to do it or not, for Kevin O'Connell to bring back defensive uh, defensive coordinator at there I just don't. I don't see how you can do it because the defense played so poorly this year, and I know it's not reflective in the the wins and losses, but my gosh, man, they were a sore spot. Not enough plays were being made. I guess maybe just enough to get 13 wins. But it it wasn't working, and it wasn't working yesterday. I thought for a while there that Saquon Barkley was going to go for 200 yards. And quite frankly, they did not run Saquon enough. Saquon Barkley ran the ball nine times for 53 yards. That's a 5.9 average. Still had two touchdowns. And look, Saquon Barkley, the demise of Saquon Barkley, greatly exaggerated. He's going to get a new contract here in the offseason. Who's going to give it to him? I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to break the bank or anything like that because he's, he's, he's what, uh, two years removed uh, from a torn ACL. But he looks healthy now. But beyond Saquon, Daniel Jones looked like Fran Tarkington in his prime. Had a 300 yard passing game. He rushed for 78 yards. <laughs> Something called Isaiah Hodges had 105 yards receiving. Who is, who is Isaiah Hodges? Can somebody tell me who these are the receivers for the New York Giants? Isaiah Hodges, Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Saquon Barkley. Richie James. I, can I just stop right there? No, you you got to keep going. No, I'm it. not going to keep going. I'm not going to keep going because you know what all of those guys had? Mm-hmm. They had a better day than Justin
3: Jefferson, essentially. But their tight ends didn't. I mean, so we got...
2: So that. now you want me to start comparing tight ends to, to Justin Jefferson?
3: Well, apparently yesterday, yeah. Let's take what I, the Giants' tight ends did and compare that to Justin Jefferson. It looks... JJ's game looks pretty good.
2: This is the thing that we have to not do, too. Because I'm disappointed that the Vikings didn't win. Home team, you're expected to to squeak one out. But I said this all week long to anybody that would listen. I'm not confident that this team is going to win. Like, do I think that they'll win? Yes. But there's a difference between thinking that a team will, will pull one out and being confident in it. I was never confident. You were hopeful. Yes, I was hopeful, mm-hmm. not confident. Now, there were things that were frustrating to me about the game, too. I thought that one of the, the worst calls of the day. And I'm not going to get overly <laughs> upset with the offense. But on that third down when they did that little trick
3: play. Yes. I, what what are you doing? There? Yes. Just run the damn yeah. ball. Here's, here's why that... To me, was such a big part.
2: It it, it stopped the momentum.
3: Vikings get the ball first, go down and score. Giants come back, get the ball and score. Here's the thing: if you know that you're going to be in a game where you're going to be trading scores, and you got to outscore the opponent, you have to outscore. You cannot take a stop like that. You cannot stop third and one. Third and one, and you try this in your own territory. I understand later on in the game if you want to set that up. But the timing was awful. And guess what? New York was able to get a one-possession, then a two-possession lead, and now you're playing from behind, trying to play catch-up, and your defense can't stop a damn nosebleed. That's the problem.
2: I, I, that bothered me. That that, that that call
3: bothered me, but the but this is the other you thing. You needed one yard. This is the other
2: thing that bothered me, too. Okay, let let's get to... The final offensive play for the Vikings, the fourth and eight. All right, so now one thing that we have to acknowledge on that final play, and it happened a lot during the game. Our offensive line was having issues with Lawrence. The kid out of Clemson that was just tearing us up on the the defensive line yesterday, he's a monster for the New York Giants. That final play, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot throw the football to a receiver that's not past the sticks. You just can't do it. And Kirk made a mistake there. Now, I'm not, even though Kirk made a mistake there, and it's a pivotal mistake because it was the final play for the Vikings, I thought that the, the fact that T.J wasn't trying to get past the sticks was an issue too. Now, now whether he was just supposed to be the outlet guy, you, the defender was on his ass. And he was not getting away there, from there, that there defender. Was no, there was, there was no room to run. There was no room for any type yeah. of juking or any type of move. Right. He was not going to, back, to, back to the defender. He's catching the ball. He was not going to turn it up and get a first out. There that, was somebody shadowing TJ Hawkinson. So, so the, this is the issue. The issue then becomes, and I know that some people out there don't agree with this. Some Because I, I saw it on Twitter, and I had a couple people in my mentions that were like, well, Lake, hold up. Who's he supposed to throw it to? He's supposed to throw it up. At that particular yes. point, you've got to throw it up. Yeah. At that particular point, you have to throw it up. And I'm going to tell you why. You either got to throw it up to JJ. You got to throw it to Adam. You have to look to the guys that were to your left as opposed to your right because you know what? There's a couple things that could happen. Maybe there's a contested catch, or maybe you get a P.I., yeah. You have, but you cannot go to TJ Hawkinson right there. You just
3: can't. No, and, and I, I feel game. Like, I, I feel like when I saw how that, that play was drawn up, you had KJ Osborne, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson were all running past the sticks. To me, TJ Hawkinson was the was the outlet. Like he was the He safety was the that, check down. He was the check down in case. But yeah, at, at that point, like Kirk has to throw the ball. Past the first down marker, I would even give him the benefit of a doubt if you threw it to the marker and TJ could catch it, and you give TJ a chance to get past the marker. I'll give you within a yard.
2: Part of it's TJ got. He's got. He's got. He's got to, he's got to get closer to the marker, man. You just can't because did you see when he caught it, he had to go like five yards to even get close. Oh
3: yeah, he. I mean, he, his. I think it was like a four yard catch. I mean, it, it was only like a two and a half yard route. It was not a, a long route. But to me, I just wonder, too, if that's just part of, you know, maybe you're trying to bring somebody over with you to shadow TJ. You know, maybe you can bring another guy over with the game that TJ Hawkinson had. You get that coverage, and maybe you can, you know, something underneath opens up a few yards downfield. But absolutely, like, that to me is a huge problem with what happened yesterday. But I will say for people that are out there that are blaming this game on Kirk Cousins, no. this was not a Kirk Cousins loss. That play was a bad Kirk Cousins decision. But this was not a Kirk Cousins loss. If we're going to put this on Kirk Cousins, I think to me like you are misguiding your frustration with this team. It was it was annoying and I I don't know if Kirk lost you know, track, you know, there was speculation that he lost track of what the down was. I have a hard time believing I that. I don't believe that. I just feel I'm like he, he, he was under pressure, had to get rid of the ball, but you're right. At that point, throw it up, let Justin or somebody make a catch. Hopefully, you get a DPI something.
2: What issues did you have with the Minnesota Vikings yesterday in that game? Love to get your reaction. Love to get your responses. 651 461 9226. We get to your phone calls next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Vikings football, the season's over. I think they were all disappointed. I know that I'm disappointed, but not surprised. Because I didn't think it was a sure thing that the Vikings were going to beat the New York Giants. Uh, But at the end of the day, it always sucks when the team that you root for, the team that you cover, when they don't... um, get out of the first round of the, uh, of the playoffs, is kind of frustrating. Let's take a phone call from uh, from Liz in Roseville. What's up, Liz?
4: Hey, hi, hey, I love listening to you. This is great. Thank you, thank so you. So anyways, here's – yeah, I just get a female's point of view here. These guys aren't an embarrassment. You know, be, I mean, be, let's put the football part aside. They aren't at the bars. I mean, I was in the air when they were drinking at the bars, getting in bar fights, and they <laughs> had the whole thing on the – they had the boat thing out in Minnetonka. I mean, it's really embarrassing. They were just jerks, basically, you know. So these, they're still having—they're they're still
2: hey Liz—they're still having a blast. They're just not having it in front of the cell phones.
4: <laughs> well, and that's probably they're at least. Probably, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that's, that's a good they're thing. Part, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're decent guys now. Playing, yes, of course, the defense—we need some help. But God, they shut down Jefferson. I mean, they give it to the Giants, and then their quarterback. Oh my God. I mean, he, you know, Torrington scrambled. It seemed like kind of like a last resort. But this guy was doing those quarterback sneaks, and it took the Vikings off guard. Oh no, he's a, he,
2: he's a mobile quarterback, Daniel Jones. That's his. That's like that's one of the things about him is that he's he's a mobile quarterback, Liz.
4: And he was in it. I mean, some of those things, it looked like rugby. Some of those times, you know, when they have one yard to and like everybody's pushing <laughs> the whole group. I'm like, oh my god. So, but you know. It was good football, no interceptions, no fumbles. I mean, it was good football. So, yeah. of course, I they would have won. But, you know, I just don't want them to get in the Super Bowl and lose again. I don't think I, I can't go through another one. So I'm hoping for the best for this team.
2: Liz, Liz, we want to get to the what? Super Bowl.
4: Liz, we want to.
2: We do. Liz, hold on, Liz. Liz, have you seen the Super Bowl? I've watched
4: it on TV, not yeah, in person.
2: Yeah, No, I'm saying, I'm saying I've never seen a, a Viking Super Bowl on TV. Like, I haven't seen – I want to see one. I mean, they they made it to a Super Bowl back when I was like a little baby, but I, I want to actually see one. If they get to one, I'm going. Liz, we're going. We're sitting together, Liz.
4: All right. All right. High five. I'm there with you. Oh, that'll be so much fun. And we'll win. And we will win. They have to win one before I leave this planet. I'm that's with you. Plan, so. I'm with
2: you. Thanks, for, right. the, thanks for the phone thanks call. You, I appreciate man. it. All right. That's Liz in Roseville. Liz, we want to get there. Liz is like, I can't, I can't take another loss. Look, I'll say this. I'm not saying that we're going to lose or that mm-hmm. I want to see them lose. Yeah. But I want to sit next to Liz in the stadium. You just want to be there and when I they are. Yeah. I want to be there. I want to, like, Liz even thought about it. She was like, yeah, you're right.
3: See, I, do I want to see I, get, I right get up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and have, like, 11 hours of Vikings-themed pregame to watch. <laughs> That's what I want. Like, I don't want to get turned off by the pregame, but, yeah, I, I was too the last time. Listen, I, I've seen my share of NFC Championship game losses. Like, you know, I I. You know, there's enough scar tissue there. There is. But yeah, when Liz is like, ah, oh, yeah, I just can't. That was handle- just the
2: trauma. I that was just handle- the trauma. It. That was just the Vikings trauma I, I, that she was dealing I,
3: I felt right. like there was a sudden, like a little flashback for Liz there when she was talking about losing those Super Bowls. But it, you know, we got to believe, right? I mean, we yes. have to.
2: And Liz is like, I don't want to see it again. Liz sounded super young. Liz sounded younger than me. I mean, come on, Liz. Let's go to the game together. We'll go hang out. You, you and Liz. Give tailgate. we tailgate. Wait, we'll wait till football. the
3: Super Bowl is back here in Minneapolis. <laughs>
2: All right, so coming up next, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And what does it mean for me and also for Austin Rivers? we get to that next here
0: on The Light Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.